0: Beginning Odd Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the wondering why I have so many kids, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out You can find me at com. I figured I'd just throw that in there in the front And this is the show where I ramble and rant about whatever's going on in my head I share some dad stories, lots of those today I make fun of some assholes in the news And I tell you about a podcast I think you need to check out Because sharing is caring What can I say? That's just kind of my thing Because I've just been doing it. How are you? <laughs> one day, one day I will get an answer from somebody besides Heather or Chris, because I think they do it just to humor me. But, oh man, it, it's been a, a weird couple of weeks. I've been so busy and I've primarily been busy because once again, I got sick and peeling back the curtain, my, my monthly guest episodes, I record at least a week in advance so that I have time to edit them and do all that fun jazz which is really helpful because by this time last week I was stuck in bed sick with a sinus infection and whatever the hell crud my kids had you know I was sitting there just sinuses and and throat and all that just inflamed to hell and a fever bounding around 101 area pretty consistently for basically the rest of the week like from tuesday night it started and it rolled through and i actually did not i went to work tuesday night was miserable by the end of the night and by uh i did not go back to work until saturday and even saturday i was half dead and the guy that i was working with was commenting on how zombie is i looked But this is not going to be one of those, oh, I was so sick episodes. This is actually more of the side effects of me being sick, basically stuck in bed or on my couch for a week and not really being capable of getting shit done. So, you know, get over all of the crud and finally be able to be back and and functional dad again. And I've got a lot of crap. And I've got a lot of kids who like to add on to the pile of crap that there is to do, even when there's a huge pile of crap to do. So, going to rewind. Let's let's go back in time to basically the last week. (laughs) So, I know I've mentioned we have a lot of animals. Um, I don't remember how long ago it's been since I've talked about all of my animals, but a quick rundown. We have a 12-year-old Dalmatian we have two cats, two fish and a tortoise. So you know, I'm 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 willing to accept the how do you keep up with all of that? Uh, because I seem to get that for just about every situation in my life. Like how do you work all night and handle your little boys and do the sh- your podcast and the, the this and the, and the, and you have all these animals? Yeah, I get a lot of that. I don't know. I just do it. But the thing about having all these animals is you have to do shit with them and it creates a conflict of interest with children because kids like to fuck with animals or they at least like to mess with animal stuff especially Sam Now Sam loves to fight with the cats that's just his thing because my wife's cat Toby is a jerk and Sam likes to start shit with him He loses because cats have claws that he doesn't. But he also really loves our fish. I don't know why. Personally, I could drop them off in a golf course water hazard and not bat nine. Minus the, you know, ass whooping I would get from my wife if I did that. Because for some reason, she's attached to these fish that we acquired from my sister. Like, almost all of the animals. But he loves the fish he loves to just stare at them he loves to talk to them he wants to take care of the fish he loves when I have to clean out the tank I hate when I have to clean out the tank one more reason to not get fucking fish but he decided the other day that he wanted to feed the fish which is you know a noble cause this is a great thing Sam wants to feed the fish except Sam is three and he can't reach the fish food that's on purpose because, you know, you can just imagine what would happen if a three-year-old tried to feed fish. He'd probably dump the entire thing in there. So, yeah, he can't reach the fish food. What he can reach is that box of Fruit Loops that's on the dinner table from breakfast. Because nobody put the fucking Fruit Loops away this morning. Or this particular morning. And he decides he's going to go and give the fish fruit loops and he threw a good handful or two of fruit loops into the fish tank and the next thing i know i've got all three other boys running down the hall screaming dad dad sam put fruit loops in the fish tank and this is on a sunday morning and sunday morning is when we rest sunday morning is the one day of the week where it's the weekend my wife and i are both off of work. We don't have any obligations in the morning on Sunday until we have to go pick up the groceries, theoretically. Because, you know, we order our groceries and pick them up. So, the last thing I want to hear is an excuse to have to get up in early (laughs) and quickly. Yeah, no, no such luck. I get to the living room, I see the fish tank, and it is completely cloudy. And we've only got two fish because the other three have died or gotten eaten by said other fish. But I guess technically if they got eaten, they're dead too. That would just be really complicated if they got eaten like two years ago. Anyway, (laughs) tank is completely cloudy. There's a bunch of like pretty much almost liquidy dissolved fruit loops floating on the top. And I'm like, fuck find me the net. Where's the net? I need the net to clean the I need the net. Where's the net? Where's it? Freaking out because the net is supposed to be in the little bucket with all the other fish tank tools and it's not fucking there. They find the net. For some reason it's under the, the fucking sink. But they find the net. I fish out all the, the, the mess. <laughs> all this colorful goo that has been floating on top of the tank but, oh, as far as I can tell before the fish started messing with it. But I'm sitting here like shit. How much sugar and other crap has now just been pumped into this fish tank and what is going to happen to the fish? I honestly was thinking fuck these fish are dead. And on top of that, I didn't have any more water conditioner from my last water change. So I don't have what I need to do I I don't have the materials here to add to the tank to help clean this crap out of there. Nothing. I've just got to hope the filters filter it. Fortunately, a big ass air quotes, fortunately, they made it. Uh, by the next day, it was all cleared up and the fish are still alive. You know, as what <sighs> I didn't have to I I could I'd say I wouldn't have to flush them. They're not goldfish. They're quite large, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'd have to bury them. <laughs> they're, they're quite large, <laughs> and so they're not like koi large, but they're you know fist-sized fish. They're not going down a the toilet; they're getting buried, buried all a dumpster. But you know they've survived, resilient little fuckers. But you know, as much as I hate the fish and I hate having to take care of them, because for all intents and purposes, they're my wife's fish. She doesn't take care of them. I do. I have to do all the tank maintenance and pump cleanings and all of the stuff. But the her fish, so fuck the fish. I, I, I wish them to die, but I don't wish them to die painfully via fruit loop water. That's not how I wanted to get rid of the fish. I wanted them to die on their own, you know, natural causes, old age, whatever. The fuck, eat each other. I don't care. Go away, fish. But yeah. They didn't die a miserable fruit loopy death, so there's that. I I guess as far as you know, fish tails go, that could be a lot worse. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, my my pet troubles have not just been limited to fish and kids trying to feed the fish. I've also had fucking cats being assholes because I mentioned my wife's cats a jerk. Well. He decided the other day that he was going to pee in the tortoise box. Yeah. So our tortoise has, you know, the big long box that she lives in. It's full of straw. And get up in the morning. Oh, no. Boys get up in the morning and once again come running out. Dad, dad, Toby's peeing in Shelby's box. Shelby being the tortoise. Because my sister, who named him, super creative. But anyway, (laughs) the boys, Toby's peeing in Shelby's box. And once again, I have to jump up early and I'm tired and go and try and like, I'm not about to pick him up. He's in the middle of peeing in the tortoise box, but it sucked because towards the back kind of, we have a, a flower pot towards the back that kind of her little personal cave. And he not only peed in the box, he peed into that thing, but either way, this box that the tortoise lives in and the straw that is the bedding in said box is now all cat pee. And of course it's male cat pee. Not that so much matters because he's fixed, but we've got now pungent box of cat pee straw in the corner So, fun, fun, I have to do an emergency cleanup of the box. Well, on top of all this, it's like, yeah, so we got to take the box out, got to dump all the straw, got to spray, like spray it out and clean it and deodorize it and do all this shit. But meanwhile, I've got to take the Shelby and put her in the sink and clean her off because, you know, pee runs down and it got on her and all this Do all this crap. Like, okay, fine. Like, why? Because cats are dicks and, you know, maybe he was just feeling lazy and he didn't want to go to, uh, back to their litter box because the litter box is in the bathroom because it keeps it away from kind of everything else. Well, fine. That's all done. Over. Done. Complete. Game over. Nope. The next fucking morning. Exact same shit all over again. I'm like, what the fuck? Boy's yelling, Dad, Toby's peeing in the Shelby's box again. Except this time, Shelby is much further up, and he's not only peeing in the brand new fucking fresh straw that I just put down yesterday. He's on actually peeing on the turtle. Because she's right there. Ugh. Once again, gotta do an emergency cleanup ah. S- want to strangle the cat. so I'm g- so I go check I'm like why the hell does he keep peeing in the turtle box because I just changed the litter. It's like I know the litter box like shouldn't be like they shouldn't have a problem. What the hell's up with the litter? I go check the litter box. And I are like, what the fuck? And then I just hear the boys, oh yeah, Bug threw a bunch of water into the litter box, which has effectively turned the entire top of the litter into a brick that the cats cannot use the litter box because there's a brick on it. <laughs> like, no fucking wonder he's peeing in the straw. And we go to find out, The other cat has been pooping in the dirty clothes pile because the boys wouldn't put their fucking clothes away. That's a whole other thing. But I got one cat pooping on a laundry pile. I've got the other one peeing on the tortoise and I'm like, fuck. (laughs) So now on top of, I need to do an emergency tortoise cleanup. And now this is Monday. So this is the, now I have to do all this and acquire all the stuff I need to get first thing in the morning after taking the boys to school, because now my wife isn't there for me. She's like, Hey, I'm going to go do this. No, she's at work. This is all now taking place in, in school day, early morning. What the hell? I shouldn't be doing this much shit on a Monday morning already time. And completely changing out all the litter again. Completely changing out the tortoise box again. And all of this stuff. And I'm just... uh, I love my boys. But in the last week, they've given me so many friggin... uh, About... Fucking pets. Uh, But... My problems have not just been pet-related this week because like i said i was sick and it's march now and arizona goes from winter to spring in a weekend and so we went from a couple of weeks ago like the week before i was sick being raining and hailstorms and if you remember last week's episode that was recorded during a hailstorm <laughs> lots of that kind of weather it was cold Well, come to this week and this whole past week while I was sick, it was mid to upper 70s last week while I was sick. It's going to be 84 degrees today. Yeah. The fuck weather. We literally went from freezing rain to get out your shorts and your sunglasses in the course of two weeks. Welcome to springtime in Arizona. And it's not even fucking spring yet but what that means is we got lots and lots of rain and lots and lots of sun and all of that adds up to lots and lots of grass and when I'm too sick to mow the grass or do any of it it gets a little out of control so not only did you know my front yard get really scraggly and I've had to battle with that you know, over the winter, I don't have to worry about it that much. It's too cold for it to get that bad. But, you know, suddenly it gets a a flooding and a jolt of of sunlight, like fucking Captain Planet, and it just takes off. And so, yeah, my front yard got all scraggly and out of control. I was like, fine, go mow the yard, edge it, make it look all nice and neat before I get an HOA fine, because you hell know how much I love the HOA. And then I have to tackle the backyard. Now, the backyard, I literally have not done jack shit with in about six months. And I think the last time I really was even back there for anything, I was washing the dog. Because our backyard is basically barren. There's nothing back there. It's dirt. And so I I just wasn't doing anything. well. You know, there's dirt and there's a handful of weeds and a little bit of, you know, scraggly, like crab grassy type shit. Well, you know, when you have an entire week of rain and then a lot of sunlight, you know, grass gets long. But it's, you know, domesticated grass. It's, you know, it's a lawn. It only gets so long and shaggy and out of shape. Weeds, on the other hand, bury your children. And I had basically a forest of weeds for a backyard no less than four feet tall. And it's one of those things, like I said, you follow me on Instagram, you saw the pictures of of our dog Emmet in the weeds, which were quite a like maybe a good two feet over him. And again, Labrador Dalmatian, he's a tall bitch. You know, the the weeds went over our AC unit. I had to cut all that out. But fuck, <laughs> you know, I, I was still, I was basically my first day out of being completely miserable, sick, the, I'm a functional adult human. I'm, I'm still, I'm still congested cause well, I'm always congested, but you know, I'm not, you know, sinus inflamed and just full of, of crap and, 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 miserable and and coughing up junk and fever and all that I'm finally normal functional adult human again and then I get to spend all this time hacking away using my weed eater like a freaking chainsaw to saw down all these big ass weed shrubs that I've got and I've still I still haven't finished it I probably won't get it finished until this weekend and that was just cutting it down to where I don't have four foot weeds in my yard, that was, that's all that was. I need to, I still need to collect all that shit. Like, I need to mow it over, really, just to grind it up and mulch it or something. But I need to do all that and I need to bag it all up and get it you know, off. Like, so much work. It is, it's just so much work. And yeah, I know if I'd have been, you know, keeping an eye on my yard and actually maintaining shit, I wouldn't have this problem. But, you know, i saw a picture that was one of those things where you see like oh here's the front yard and it's all perfect and pristine and then you look in the backyard and it's a you know i think there's a car on fire and a (laughs) five foot weeds and a (laughs) it's like yeah because you don't have to keep your backyard looking nice to for curb appeal my backyard looks like shit that's it (laughs) I don't like back when we used to grill a lot, I kept it up, but eh, not so much. But like I said, I've by this weekend, I'm gonna have to get back there and finish hacking it all down. And yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. That's it's, it's just such, such, so much. Uh, so I saw about half the yard of weeds I have to hack down, and I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, man, that's what I get for getting sick. And also ignoring the backyard for six months. But that's what I get. Weather fucking springtime. Almost almost. But that's going to bring me to this first break, because, man, I've been going because I, I said at the beginning, I had a bunch of a bunch of stuff going on this week, but I'm going to take a break finish my coffee play you some promos and i will be right back with the news if you're looking for an in-depth detailed academic analysis of the past devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a phd this isn't the show for you hi I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on TawnyVoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, lovebug. It's seven thirty-eight. Shut up, everyone. Who? This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Miji. We are Afterburn 739 podcast coming to you from Scrish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up, but we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher or afterburn739.com. And Twitter and afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Hello kitty. kitty, welcome kitty. to the party. Welcome to the party. My jingle. <laughs> and you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. Bullshit from the neighbors. All right, I, I, I filled long enough. Let's get into it. Man fakes kidnapping to avoid his Super Bowl bets. Yeah. So a New York man claims he was kidnapped by two men who he was involved in a Super Bowl bet with. And apparently they robbed him of about $16,000. Yeah. So he says, oh, I picked up these guys. We're, We're all in this big Super Bowl bet. And then they, they jumped me and they, they made me drive around and then they tied me up and they stole all my money. The thing about that is that the police don't buy it. <laughs> so he said he was being held for about three days, but when the police showed up, he was freshly shaven and really had no signs of distress. And they were just like, yeah, you know, when people have been kidnapped and the police show up to rescue them, they're usually so you know like stressed out and, and excited It's like oh thank you you're like the uh, thank you you're saved me and blah, blah and all that. He was just nonchalant like oh hey and again, clean shaven if you've been being held captive for three days, you'd have a, a little bit of a stubble going, especially for an older guy and you know suspiciously the money that was stolen was money he owed. To other people in Super Bowl bets. So, yeah, he's been arrested for uh, filing a false police report and a handful of other fun charges. But, yeah, I mean, just, dude, this is another case of like the guy a few weeks back who faked his own kidnapping but only, you know, tried to get like 130 bucks out of his mom. Like, make it worth it and plan better. Seriously, planning. You're faking a kidnapping, at least, you know, plan it accurately. Drive your truck around and put some miles on it. Make sure your your truck that you're supposed to have been driving around for two days has been seen driving around for two days. Where you said it's supposed to be and things like that. And, you know, the uh, long story short, it seems like he just didn't want to pay his bets or he didn't have the money or whatever, I guess it says he was basically made up a bunch of fake names and was placing bets with multiple names to capitalize. And it's like, Oh yeah, I'm like, he's John Smith and Smith Johnson and, and Dave Robinson. And, and he's all like placed bets as a bunch of different people. And then he lost. (laughs) And so, He owed a lot more money than he would have originally, dumbass. So I I, I could see trying to get out of those bets, but uh, faking your kidnapping is like, they're still going to want the money, dumbass. (laughs) They don't care if you were kidnapped and robbed. You still owe the money, dumbass. Not, not topping the the news this week, though. Moving on to some, a, a pair of stories similarly connected Russia bans athletes from drinking during drug tests so I'm just gonna say how was this not already banned um Russia recently announced that they are now barring athletes from drinking alcohol during doping tests They claim they have experienced too many instances of rude, aggressive, intoxicated athletes causing trouble for the testing staff. Duh. Because apparently in Russia, it's just totally common to have a a post-game beer when you need to give a urine sample. Why not water? Why not Gatorade? Something. Like, man, I don't want to drink a bunch of water. Fucking Gatorade. Something. What the hell, Russia, that you're... You know it's like, oh, I'm sitting you, that you're basically they're saying that they're sitting there, like getting drunk so that they can hydrate, which anybody, anybody, any alcoholic beverage will not hydrate you because the alcohol counteracts it in your system, all this fun jazz. alcohol is not hydrating. I mean, maybe because there's so much water and beer compared to you know, vodka or something. I guess if they're, you know, um, drinking beer and they're not sitting there doing vodka because, come on, Russia. But still, water, people. It's a drug test. Let's not introduce more drugs. But yeah, how the fuck was this not already banned? Really, Russia? Fucking Russia. But, but yeah, duh, you're going to let them drink at the at the fucking doping facility. You're Like, you're sitting there I just, I can't understand how this was a thing. I seriously just don't understand how this was, or wasn't, was like, I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. I just don't understand how they weren't already, why it wasn't already banned, why it wasn't already a thing. It makes no sense whatsoever, at all, at all, in any of the things. So, yeah, there's that. But... Because I don't, you know, overstuff the news. (sighs) There's one thing left to do. And this one's a doozy. I mean, I, I, I had to go this way. It's time for the jackass of the week. Okay. Speaking of drugs and doping, you might want to sit down for this. I mean, you may already be sitting down, I don't know. The number one bridge player in the world... Has been caught doping. Yeah, you heard that. The number one bridge, as in the card game, bridge player in the world has been suspended after testing positive for banned substances. The World Bridge Federation banned Gear Helgamo. I'm I'm sorry, he's from uh, Norway, I believe. Uh, After he tested positive for synthetic testosterone, which they admit is not considered a performance-enhancing drug in the game of bridge, it is banned from the sport, as the Federation is, get this, recognized by the International Olympic Committee and adheres to World Anti-Doping Agency rules. Let me me restate this. The World Bridge Federation, a card game, is recognized by the International Olympic Committee and follows World Anti-Doping Agency rules. It's a card game. It is a fucking card game. How the fuck are they recognized by the Olympic Committee? And follow world anti doping rules. This is what, this is the stuff that keeps professional athletes like baseball players and basketball players and tennis players and fuck track and field and fucking curling teams from doping and using drugs. But apparently, these people who play cards professionally are doping what the fuck it's a card game why why do you have drug testing at all i mean seriously it's a card game are, are the world series of poker gonna start testing for fucking uh anything it's fucking cards you know i mean shit, let's hope they don't start cracking down on the fucking you know, amateur level games. I mean, Esther and Gretchen are probably going to get fined for having won too many gin and tonics on Tuesday. Seriously, how in the hell is it as a, a sport? Big, huge, elephant ear sized air quotes here sport that involves playing cards do you a, have recognition from the fucking IOC, and B, follow fucking anti-doping rules. You're playing cards. W- what performance-enhancing drugs could you be on other than Monster? Oh, he's he's sharper because he's on the caffeine. That's it. Maybe if you're on speed. Fine, if you're on speed, because we're playing for 15 hours. I doubt it. That's probably the only banned substance you would need in a... An- in a, a card game professionally like oh we're, you know he's literally using dope <laughs> they're on speed why because the it's a marathon game i'm sure esports has a similar sort of thing that's it Fuck pot uh, uh testosterone Is it uh, hgh is it all that shit that they test you know big physical professional athletes and football players and wrestlers and all of these people that do a thing physically with their bodies for their professional sport. Yeah. None of that shit applies to a fucking card game. You just have to. No, there's nothing. There's no point at all. So this jackass is going out to the World Bridge Federation. And everybody out there like the, the fuck your IOC recognized for playing cards. What the fuck? This is going to them for being pretentious fucking assholes using world anti-doping agency rules over a fucking card game. <laughs> Recommended listening. <laughs> Hello, it's Heather from the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast. In association with Geeks Rising, from the 9th to the 16th of March, or 10th to the 17th if you're here in New Zealand, 2019, we are hosting the first 2019 Sunshine Summit. It's a week of live streams with amazing content creators and the theme of celebrating connections all of the details for the upcoming summit as well as replays from our previous events and where the live streams will be happening can be found at sunshine summit.live. a huge thank you to the patrons of sunshine and power cuts for making that possible so check it out and if you know the guests we'd love for you to come and celebrate with us and if they are new to you come along learn more about them and we look forward to celebrating connections with you So I'm not going to do a full recommended listening segment this week. Just going to remind you that this Friday or Saturday, depending on where you are in the world, starts the March 2019 Sunshine Summit. If you want to know more about it, listen to last week's show with Heather Welch from Sunshine and Power Cuts, our gracious host for these awesome little get-togethers. Again, it's a week of live streams, eight days, 11 hosts, Check them out. It's at Sunshinesummit.live. dot live. You can also catch up on the past two summits, which I was a part of. There's so many people and it's just such a great thing that I've enjoyed being a part of. I love getting to be a part of it. I love getting to promote and share the other people that are on it. And just all these connections that I've made and she's made and the podcasting world has, has, brought all of these people together for this awesome thing and it starts this Friday. You need to check it out. Sunshine and power cuts dot live Tune in every day. There's a bunch of stuff going on again. It's all in the show notes from last week's show on uh, dead but that's going to do it for me for this week. I've in such a short amount of time done a lot of talking, so I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of my Patreon supporters, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head, and my newest Patreon supporter, Chris from Play Comics. You guys are all awesome. If you want to join them in this awesomeness, you can go to patreon.com slash odddadout. And for as little as $1 a month, you get access to all of the monthly guest episodes early With all of the extended before and after show chit chat and all of the stuff that I cut out and leave on the floor for the dogs to play with. I don't know what they would do with chopped up audio. That's just a visual gag. I don't know. Anyway, go to patreon.com slash out and sign up and be awesome. Either way, go to odddadoutpodcast.com, subscribe to the show, share it with all your friends on all the social medias. You can find me at Odd Dad Out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email me, show at odddadoutpodcast.com. And until next week, my oddballs, thank you and good night.